1: Hey, everyone, and welcome to Real Life, Real Crime Daily for Friday, October 13th. And I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Everton. And I'm Mike Agavino.
2: Friday the 13th. Sure is. What? Around, you know, cats, black cats everywhere because Halloween. I mean, this, I don't trust Friday the 13th this time of year. It's not a, it's not a good thing. But you know what? There's something more important we have to talk about, Woody. Woody.
3: Uh, okay.
2: There was a little board discussion this oh. morning. Okay. And the main topic was the Amish people. Mhm. As you know, we have a large contingent of Amish
3: listeners yes, to the show because they, they, they listen on all a their electronic. electronic devices. Yes,
2: a large it's, it's, contingent, it. most of them taking us on rabbit ears from the roof of <laughs> right, their right. of their barns, but there's a uh, there's some concern over the reference made to Amish
3: mafia, which I'm not going to argue with. You. It, apparently, hey, was but, a TV show. Wait a minute, you, <laughs> your, your your brethren don't even admit that there's that there's a mafia. Oh, uh-huh. right? okay, right? okay, okay. So the Amish aren't going to uh, admit that there's a mafia, uh-huh. either, right? Uh, you know, that's a good that's, right? that's a good response. Right? It's true. You better believe they got their own shit going on. Right? Freaking right. right? Uh, Ever okay. seen Children of Corn?
2: Well, we since we didn't take nearly as much heat on that not as like we I. as we took on my British accent, I guess I can't uh I too not even I looked at social media. I
3: bet they had a good time with the British part, huh? Well yeah. I hadn't looked at social oh, media. Oh, except
2: it doesn't sound anything like, like yeah. British. Yeah. I think what
1: like, accent is that supposed to be? I think Children of Corn was Irish, right? Irish? Well, they had Isaac on there. Irish. He looked Irish. I mean, not Irish. <laughs> <laughs> um, whatever. Mafia. Amish. <laughs> Amish.
2: Yeah, Amish. <laughs> Wait, that's a, that's a uh, what do you call it? A sci-fi? No, horror. It? Horror, horror, horror. It's a horror
1: You hadn't seen General Gorg?
2: What about that title I <laughs> would draw me to it? <laughs> Children of the Corn. No, it's, it's a, a great it's movie. It's
3: a good Halloween movie. No, to me, yeah.
2: Chucky's the ultimate. You're never going to do better yeah. than Chucky, so yeah. I just no sense watching any of that stuff.
3: Yeah, it was pretty good, too, i got to admit. All yep. right, so thank you, everyone, for being here. Mike was going to bust me on some mama shit, and I'm not going to let him. And thank you all. Rum, Rum, uh, Rum and Schneider? What did you call that? Rum Springer. Rum, Rum Springer. Uh, run spring. Run spring and now he's doing an Amish accent. <laughs> or Irish. <ours. laughs>
2: Let's and, get into some and, true crime yeah. for. Well, well, we talked about the beard, but we didn't talk about the lack of a mustache.
3: Yep. So Mike dug up some more false information <laughs> that, uh, that he has no nowhere. Dr. Of Google. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Google. <laughs> what does Dr. Google tell you about lack of mustache, Mike? Well,
2: I thought you had the good answer on why the Amish do not. They grow the beards once they get married, but they don't, they're not allowed to have mustaches.
3: Only because you told me. I mean, something about the, they didn't want to be a part of the military or some shit. I <laughs> didn't want to be a part of it. <laughs> okay.
1: You're,
2: you're, you're forgetting what your joke was, but you know, oh. no, 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 it, yeah. it's, 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 it's all good. But today, if we ask about, a particular town or city, and do you know anyone from there? The audience would like you to refrain from answering Barney to every every one of those questions. Okay, I'll let something else pop out. Come up, like Mr. Rogers or something like that might be better than than Barney. Where did Barney actually grow up, do we know? Uh, Evidently
3: in my kids' (laughs) television. Yeah, yeah, mine too. (laughs) That and Caillou. Wasn't there a scandal with Barney? Didn't he get in some trouble? No, I think that's Pee Wee Herman. He's dead
2: now too. Yeah, I know he is, but I thought Barney is? got in some trouble too. I don't know. I
3: don't know, but let's get to some true crime time for Friday. I guess that's
2: more important than Barney. Okay, yeah, so that's good.
1: <laughs> well, uh, we're going to tell you. Look, I know uh, the three of us. The one with the biggest stalking problems is Woody, but yeah. you know people people these days go to all kinds of lengths to stalk. And we're going to tell you about one that you're just not going to believe. A retired merchant marine. is is suspected of using his small plane to stalk a woman for more than four years in upstate New York. Uh, He denied knowing the victim Tuesday as he was arrested for the third time in a single week for tormenting her. I don't know her. She's crazy, Michael Arnold, 65, said of the 42-year-old Cassie Wilts on his way to Saratoga Town Court. He said he'd only eaten at a restaurant once and didn't return after coming down with food poisoning. But Wilts, who owns the Revolution Cafe in a small village, uh, shared videos that show him circling her home in his plane and following her in his car he was arraigned Tuesday on nine counts of criminal contempt. Uh, they stem from an arrest on Friday using his face using a Facebook account with a fake name to harass her and threaten her daughter in violation of an order of protection. As he left court, deputies slapped handcuffs on him and slapped him with a new stalking charge. He was arrested on October third at an airport in Vermont for repeatedly circling Wilts' home in a single engine Cessna in violation of an order of protection that banned him from flying. Wiltz, whose husband recently died, said that Arnold is a former customer who terrorized her and her family since she rejected his vulgar advances in November of 2019. Wiltz said she's been uh, living in a nightmare ever since Arnold emailed her photos of him posing with nude women. Right. She told him you crossed the line. Right. That's when he began his campaign of harassment, flying over her home several days a week and following her in, his, in her in his car when she headed to work, walked her dog, or even took her daughter to school. As her husband was dying of colon cancer earlier this year, he'd fly so low that the roof shook and the windows rattled. What? I didn't know if he'd fly in her home. I didn't know what he was capable of, she said. Uh, she filed at least 10 police reports and contacted the local prosecutor's office, but Wilt said they did not take her complaint She's seriously. Authorities had difficulty determining whether uh, Arnold was flying low enough for the conduct to constitute stalking. I, You know, and, and when I read that, I'm like – I don't think there's a law for wait, stalking wait, in a wait, plane wait, that wait. they've written yet. You, you,
3: if you're going to stalk somebody, there's much cheaper ways to do it than burning the airplane fuel. Well, for, for sure. I, I,
1: Arnold yeah. Arnold said he ain't worried about money.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: The most recent order of protection includes a ban on flying which has made it much easier to arrest and charge him this from police. So Crazy. he he took stalking to a whole right. new that level. Is unbelievable. They can
2: ban you from flying on a like a restraining order?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Essentially. I guess so.
2: But, uh, okay, so we've covered all I mean, kinds of sick freaking people driving. on this show. But what do you think the guy was doing in the plane while he was circling I don't, I don't over know. the house? No, I was just me? thinking
3: about that. I mean, did he really think that was going to work out for him? She's already got restraining orders against him and everything else. He's, you know, just because he's buzzing the house, now you think she's going to drop her drawers for you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think he was probably like so for because yeah. she, you know, wouldn't accept his advances that he just wanted to make her life hell. But, you know, he's probably sitting there thinking there's no law against flying my plane. Yeah. Well, but I mean, when you're flying so low, you're shaking windness. Yeah. But
2: maybe he's one of these crazy fetish people. Maybe his thing was he maybe just so. he just looked down at her house or her barn his, and do his circles. And he his
3: bank bank was this bank yeah, plane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I don't know. I wouldn't want to clean the carpet in that plane. Right.
3: <laughs> you think that?
2: Plane has carpet? I don't know. What a floorboard, whatever the yeah. floorboard is made of.
3: And then maybe they get some rubber they have mat, something there. Get Gets some rubber mat so you can just hose it out. All right. So let's go to Utah. And yeah, My Mormon peeps out there. Aren't uh, they
2: Amish out there in Utah?
3: I'm sure they probably not. But anyway, I'm not sure on that. So I'm not going to comment. So I'm going to get sanctioned. But Utah has become the third U.S. state to file a lawsuit against TikTok claiming the app knowingly made addicts out of addicts out of the state's children. Utah officials allege that social media giant illegally baits children into addictive and unhealthy use. Myths represents the app's safety and deceptively portrays itself as an independent of its China-based parent company. Um, Governor Spencer Cox announced that's the suit Tuesday, and Utah joins Indiana and Arkansas, who have already come after TikTok, and the lawsuit seeks to force TikTok to change its destructive behavior while imposing fines and penalties to fund education efforts and otherwise address the damage done to Utah children. Officials are also seeking a digital curfew for minors, requiring parental consent to sign up for the social media apps and forcing companies to verify the ages of all their Utah users. They're going to get fucking hammered on this. You know, the, 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 the other... Sides lawyers are gonna come after their ass. But however, not all Americans are on board with a TikTok ban and agree with the social media platform that such a law violates the freedom of expression. That's what I was getting at. And tech companies would be required to grant parents access to their children's accounts, including private messages. A TikTok spokesperson said TikTok has industry leading safeguards for young people, including an automatic sixty minute timeout or time limit for users under eighteen and parental controls for teen accounts. We will continue to work to keep our community safe by taking industry-wide challenges. And official said TikTok's conduct in the state is concerning because it has the largest percentage of children per capita in the nation. I imagine that. We'll go into why that, that is, right? You know, you know, you know. all right. I know what you're all, thinking. All right, all right. So, but I mean, why would Utah have more kids in anybody they like to procreate well yeah and they have multiple well some of them right multiple laws we will no longer tolerate TikTok misleading parents that its app is safe for children governor cox says social media companies must be held responsible for the harm they're causing and you know it just goes on and on and on the utah lawsuit is similar to an action brought against TikTok by the indiana in december and Arkansas sued TikTok also, uh, and Facebook parent Meta in March for pushing addictive platforms. Judges is going to hear arguments on Thursday. And Montana's legislature approved legislation to ban TikTok, citing spying concerns. However, TikTok countersued the state in May. Shocker. Montana's first uh, state to attempt to ban TikTok. And the, many Americans say banning social media platform is fundamentally un-American. I do agree with that. Uh, you know, we're Americans, right? But Gavin D is a TikToker. Uh, us like banning porn. I mean, who who are you to tell me? You, right. Well, we, 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 do. Screw that.
2: We, we do prevent
3: young That's people yeah.
2: from being able to. To legally
3: access. Yeah, porn. yeah. well, you yeah. know, back in my day. Yeah. And yeah, cigarettes yeah, the and sad. alcohol well, and other things. When I was a teenager, I got all Jugs things, Magazine. Right? Jugs Magazine. I <laughs> had to stand in line, wait for everybody to leave and yeah. pointed up the rack on the wall. You couldn't even see what it was And He said, Which one do you want? And yeah. I said, That one. Before that, it was called Jugs. Jugs. Uh, but anyway, however, blah blah blah. Um, you know of course, the obvious hypocrisy here is that the business models for virtually all social media companies are the same. And TikTok is being attacked because of its connection to the Chinese government, not because of the privacy issues unique to that, whatever. No, you, you can't <laughs> stop it. The, um, people love their TikTok. And TikTok does not evidently translate uh, automatically into podcasts. And it just doesn't. It, the, people want that short shit. I got I got best friends that don't listen to my shit, but they'll stay on TikTok all day long. Well, let me let me, let me like, say
1: something on that story, and and that is the issue here. And look, I'm not saying some of those ideas are not good, but parents need parents to like job, right? police their children not as the well. And and my kids didn't have right. TikToks, and I, you know, they they didn't even have cell phones till they were. Uh, you know, 15 or something like that. My son helps me
3: run my TikTok. Yeah. So.
2: Well, r- write down the date and time. Cause I'm absolutely going to agree hundred percent with Jim Uh-oh. that, um, Hey, Hey, it's up. It, it's Must up be to, it, it this is matter. up to, uh, it is up to parents. But what we have seen historically in this country is that the government will intervene, uh, in terms of, creating barriers for youth. You can't drive until a certain age. You can't have a drink until a certain age. You can't smoke until a certain age. TikTok's not kill somebody. Well, I would would say to the contrary, while you can't draw a direct line and blame this specific death on TikTok, Mm -hmm. uh, I would say the absolute contagion of suicide in this country amongst teenagers and uh, and people in their 20s has been uh, just dramatically impacted by social media
3: and, yeah, and yeah, so but it's not just tiktok it's not the, just the, t- the it's not just tiktok and stuff like that i get it well it,
2: it, look the, far, the the other end of this thing is what's happening in the uk right now where the uk is basically creating uh, a parallel to the fcc's Oversight in the U.S. over broadcast media for all digital media, and so they're, you're that. not. Good, well, that's I'm what they, a, that's American. what that's what they are going to do, and, and oh, they, do they it, don't yeah. have a First Amendment, and they don't they don't have yep, well, those that's, those that's issues.
3: Would, we beat their ass in okay. the Revolutionary War. But, but there's a
2: <laughs> there's a balance that needs to be struck. There's also unique to TikTok. There is a concern. All of these companies make. The majority of their money off of data and the data mining of U.S. citizens to be put in hands. It is everywhere, but I don't think that Mark Zuckerberg is selling it to the Chinese at the end of every
3: month. Right? Uh, He might be. I don't know, but I don't think he is. Lifers, I want you to know I have the opportunity to sell all your personal information. I don't do it. Never would. He didn't have any buyers. Um, <laughs> shit. I wouldn't sell my people shit. Look,
2: I, I think it, it's a nuanced. I mean, it's a it's a complicated. Topic that's going to get more and You'll more. Go follow
3: Real Life, Real Crime on TikTok.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <At> 19,000 <laughs> something
3: uh, followers.
2: How many stories do we do on this show where we're talking about 14 year olds and 16 year olds yeah, okay. and 17 year olds committing crimes they never would have committed a generation it. ago? Yep. A gener- it, two it's generations not
3: ago. just TikTok's fault. It's, it's, it's not a just pie. TikTok's fault.
2: It's a lot of stuff, but. It know, deserves you, some you, could, you
3: could lump it in the podcasts and come in uh, into their own during that generation. But they're going to regulate me. They're going to really regulate you. I mean, where does it stop? We're contributing to the education
2: of our youth mm-hmm. and the, we are an asset All right. in this war. The, the world has become a smaller place and people are traveling more freely between countries than ever before. And companies are doing more business outside of their home countries than ever before. The geniuses at Rosetta Stone saw this trend beginning to develop years ago and have dedicated decades toward researching and refining the best and most efficient way to teach someone a new language.
1: Rosetta Stone has been one of our most loyal sponsors here at Real Life, Real Crime, and The Daily Show, and that's because many of you out there have trusted Rosetta Stone to prepare you for everything from a family reunion to a a once-in-a-lifetime trip to a business trip in a faraway country. Rosetta Stone is the
3: most trusted language learning program in the galaxy. Rosetta Stone's been there for us with a great product at a great price. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert in language learning for 30 years with millions of users. Rosetta Stone's intuitive process helps you pick up a new language naturally so you retain what you learn, and their true accent speech recognition feature is like having a personal trainer. So
2: don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and The Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50%
1: off. Visit RosettaStone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at RosettaStone.com slash today, today. Au revoir. Everybody in
0: your crew identifies
1: as either Big Mac Burger,
0: McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day.
2: This involves a Bronx daycare provider. You probably remember this, where the husband and his cousin were indicted on murder and other charges for exposing yeah, children yeah, to yeah. fentanyl um, in they, their they supposed t- daycare t- facility.
3: It must have been on TikTok. Uh,
2: they were most definitely on TikTok. So uh, Gray Mendez, 36, her husband, Felice, uh, Felix Herrera Garcia, 34, and Carlisto Burrito 41, each were indicted on second-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter charges in the death of Nicholas Domenici. Authorities have said Nicholas and three other children, two two two-year-old boys and an eight-month-old girl were exposed to what investigators believe was fentanyl September 15th at Divino Nino Daycare in the Bronx. Nicholas died that day while the three other children were hospitalized with acute opioid intoxication. A Feliz, the father of Nicholas Domenici spoke at an emotional news conference Thursday saying he was looking forward to his son's kindergarten graduation photo. But instead, what he what I have is the reminder of his death as he held up a picture from his son's memorial. The three defendants also were indicted on charges of first-degree criminal possession of a controlled substance, four counts of first-degree assault, five counts of second-degree assault, criminal possession of controlled substance, and four counts of endangering the welfare of a child. The defendants were arraigned and pleaded not guilty in Bronx Supreme Court. How the drug operation worked was pretty simple. The defendants, who are considered mid-level drug dealers, would cut the fentanyl and other drugs and, uh, and use even household items like baby powder and... Uh, and they had pressing machines in the facility that were found by police. And uh, and that's where they would pack the drugs and get them ready for distribution. Officials said a kilo of the poisonous and potent drug was stored on top of a children's play mat. I can't believe that that's where they yeah, would decide to put to it. Down. So uh, Herrera Garcia got away after this thing happened. Happened in mid September, and he was finally found and arrested in Mexico last week. So all of those responsible and involved in this thing are now going to be held accountable. Yeah,
3: the, I mean that's certainly. I mean it's murder. Uh, um, and it's just like daycares, people that rape babies. You know. How, how fucking stupid are you going to run a press and lab and, and mix some fentanyl in a, in a daycare? Get a fucking life. They better be glad I'm not the judge and jury on cases like that because i was taking some bitches right out in the street and shoot them in the head.
1: Yeah, it's,
2: I think judges are discouraged from such behavior, Woody, but in no, this case, exactly, I, I, exactly would, I, I would they,
3: support they, they, they you would 100%. Yeah.
1: Well, hopefully they get what's coming to them. Yeah. Uh, so, a Florida woman back where, in Florida where? In where? County, where? was arrested for leaving Walmart without paying for her items. Um, Amish yeah. Walmart or regular Walmart? A regular Walmart. <laughs> because she thought a security guard was trying to holler at her. Uh-oh. That's oh, right. Like so, if, if, you're, saying if you're hey. cool like me and Woody, right? you know that that... Why you ain't hollered at me? (laughs) You know, people say that all the time.
3: Give me them digits.
1: That's right. Give me them digits. Catherine Eves was arrested and charged with petty theft for the incident that unfolded last Thursday at a Walmart in Ocala. The asset, not Pinellas. Not Pinellas. Pinellas. The asset protection specialist at Walmart told deputies that the suspect, identified as the 34 year old Eves, left the store without paying for items and refused to go back inside to check out. Surveillance footage from Walmart shows her walking around the store for about three hours before walking into the Tire Center, passing several cash registers, and leaving the store. As she walked toward the exit, the asset asset protection specialist tried to talk to her, telling her several times to go back inside. That's when Eves yelled back at him and walked away. In her post Miranda interview, Eves told deputies that the security guards started talking to her but she thought he was trying to holla, oh, so she ran out of the store. Eves also uh, said she was at Walmart in the first place because she had nothing to do and was killing time, oh, adding right. that she had to return a few things and grab a few more. Really? So I mean, that makes complete sense to me. You're There, right. you shop and you got a couple right. items. Right. All of a sudden, security's trying to holla at you. Right.
2: Not security, yeah. an asset protection yes. specialist. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. not
1: yeah. asset protection.
3: The, uh stupid. Yeah. Trying to holler. And, and trying to holler. Yeah.
1: You I'd run holler. out the
3: store too. I mean, but how you like she said, she have had nothing to do. So Walmart's entertainment for you? You just go <laughs> hang out and, and, and people watch at Walmart. For three hours. Yeah, for three hours. Bruh.
1: That's yeah. a long time yeah. to be walking around no, Walmart is, looking at like I can understand whatever. Whole Foods
3: for that amount of time. Yeah. But, yeah, all right. <laughs> but Walmart. Yeah, well, there you go. So um. Let's go to Atlanta. Atlanta's police chief on Tuesday fired an officer who shocked a 62-year-old church deacon with a stun gun during a dispute over a traffic ticket. The man named Johnny Holman later died. Police chief uh, Darren Schumbaum said Officer Karen Kimbo did not follow department procedures August 10th when he didn't wait until a supervisor arrived to arrest Holman. Why you even gotta wait for a supervisor? The chief said he made the decision to fire Kimbro after an internal investigation was concluded on Monday. Part of my job is to assess, evaluate, and adjust how this police department is carrying out its sworn mission to serve and protect the citizens of this city. He said in a statement, "I understand the difficult and dangerous job." that our officers do each and every day throughout the city. And I do not arrive at these decisions lightly. Davis, a lawyer for the Hallman family said Monday that Fulton County district attorney, Fannie Willis told him and relatives in a meeting that Kimbrough's body cam video of the rest would be publicly released. As soon as Willis concludes that all witnesses have been interviewed. That could be as soon as Thursday. Kimbrough joined the police as a cadet in March of 2021 and became an officer that October. He has been, he has had a clean record with no disciplinary history. And relatives of Holman have seen the video and contend Kimbrough she should be charged with murder. Well, it's gonna be interesting. It's up to Willis to determine if the criminal charges will be filed, and that could take Willis months because um, she'd be busy. Holman became unresponsive while being arrested after a minor car crash relatives say Holman a church deacon was driving home from Bible study at his daughter's house and bringing dinner to his wife when he collided with another vehicle as he turned across a busy street police didn't arrive until Holman and the second driver had waited more than an hour police department said Kimbrough shocked Holman with a stun gun and handcuffed him after Holman became agitated and uncooperative when Kimbrough issued him a ticket finding him at fault for the wreck. Uh, The GBI said Kimbrough and Holman struggled physically before Kimbrough shocked Holman. And the chief said Tuesday that the Holman failed to sign the citation. But Davis has said the video will show Holman repeatedly agreed to sign at some point, calling that a false narrative. Atlanta police officials have since ruled that the officer should write refusal to sign on a traffic ticket instead of arresting someone who who won't sign. I do not agree with this. In Louisiana, if you if you're signing for the ticket, all that the, you get a ticket, you're technically being arrested. All you're signing, you tell everyone when they sign it. Signing is not admission to guilt; it's, it's saying releasing your own recognizance. You're going to show up in court. If you refuse to sign it, you're asking it to jail. That's the that's the rule. Um, but anyway, the. The medical examiner said that based on a review of the video and conversation with the GBI investigator, she concluded that Holman was unresponsive after he was stunned. Um, David said Holman tried to tell the officer that he had asthma and couldn't breathe. And Holman's daughter uh, uh, has said her father called her on the phone and she listened for more than 17 minutes, eventually going to the location of the wreck. So, you know, it's... Tough shit, y'all. I mean, it's ongoing investigation.
2: Uh, well, there are a couple things there that, and I and and you hit on one of the things that occurred to me, and I was really wanting to get your take on it. Why would he have to wait for the supervisor to show what? what? No
3: idea. It must be. I mean, some, about being more some of a rookie because he just something. got out of
2: training know. or something. You know,
3: if he. No, because when you get out of the academy, you have to do field training. You're assigned to FTO, which I used to be field training officer, and they gradually bring you through the process to your turn loose. You shouldn't have to wait.
1: Who the hell has to wait on a supervisor to make an arrest? Well, unless the the guy asked for
3: a supervisor. So, as a citizen, you
1: can say, I want your supervisor. Yeah, none of the
3: the stories said that. And you can talk to my supervisor later on.
2: But, but it sucks that people have to so first of all you get into a wreck, I and then you call Atlanta. and you got to you got to wait over an hour. So you know tensions can build up in that hour. Right. So probably this guy understood that he's a church deacon, et cetera, but he could have gotten pretty upset during Especially that period.
3: Especially when of time. He, he he cites him and says you're at fault. And uh, uh, but you know the deal being is I'm not working in Atlanta if I if every time I got to make an arrest I had to call a supervisor. My supervisor would have to get on my back on like I'm be wrestling the shit out of people.
2: Well, yeah. it, this just doesn't seem that that clean here. I mean, there's obviously video no. to to watch, it's, but it's but I they say there this, was yeah. a physical altercation, so I would think that would justify his use
3: of yeah, but this a stun gun. continuum, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is I he supposed there. to
2: know that the guy's got a heart condition and nope. and no, nope. no, nope. so,
3: the guy had well, I can't say it because I wasn't there. I mean, he may have just shot him with the taser for fun. I doubt it. The, uh, he probably had a legit reason. And if you act out to a point where I can, on my uh, use force continuum, I can graduate my force level and include and stun you with a taser. If you die, that's on you. You shouldn't yeah. act it
2: out. And this is for anyone thinking it. This is not a race thing. This is an uh, African American oh, cop and African
3: American deacon. I do so. not know if they were white or black or whatever. No, but anyone who –
2: who might think that it's I, it's being made into a big case and, and everything else because not, of that. This has I'm, nothing to do
3: with I'm, that. I'm reserving judgment so we can get more information on it. I don't know who's in the right, who's in the wrong, but we're going to find out. Let's go to Missouri,
2: where a high school English teacher was suspended last month after the St. Clair School District discovered that she had performed sexual acts on an adult website. The 28-year-old teacher at St. Clair High School, Brianna Coppage, tendered her resignation and she has decided to move forward in a different direction. That, according to Superintendent Kyle Cruz, in a prepared statement. The resignation was voluntary, he said. Her story gained global readership after being picked up by news outlets in the UK, Australia, India, Singapore, and elsewhere. This has been a story I've been watching for a little while here and her resignation like it has brings, look, uh, lookism involved. brings it to uh, to a head here. Coppage, uh, who had taught for two years at St. Clair High School, previously told the Post-Dispatch, which is the big St. Louis newspaper, that she joined the direct-to-consumers website OnlyFans over the summer to supplement her teaching salary. Quote, it was kind of always like this cloud hanging over my head, like I never knew when I would be discovered, she said, after being suspended last month. So I knew this day was coming. Coppedge taught English to freshmen and sophomores and made about $42,000 last year, according
3: they, to— I bet, I the, bet they were on her account. <laughs> What's that? I bet that her students were on her account as some by hook or crook. Well, we'll see if that's where this
2: goes. But she made $42,000 from her teaching— she previously said she was earning an additional eight to ten thousand dollars a month performing on OnlyFans, but that was before word of her account circulated in St. Clair mm-hmm. and beyond. Mm-hmm. No telling, because that uh, is the, that is the Trouble time at, that is right, the time right, when right. everyone in the school district yeah, uh, like jumped a hundred, on her
3: account. I'm sure a
2: the school superintendent Cruz tried to clarify some misconceptions of how this story unfolded. In rural Franklin County, which is about 50 miles outside of St. Louis, we were deeply disappointed that this negative attention was brought to our community, but we were also limited to how we could respond. He said district officials did not independently discover Coppedge's online persona, but instead learned of it from a person who is not affiliated with the district and is not from St. Clair. The district immediately retained legal counsel for assistance due to the sensitivity of the matter and to protect the integrity of the investigation. The district was advised to and did take all possible steps to ensure confidentiality. Nevertheless, the situation became known to the media through third parties and was discussed in the community and elsewhere, which is what? blew it up to the proportions where everybody.
3: Hey, whoever reported her that was from outside the county, shame on them. Let that lady make a living. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't doing it. All I saw is Mike showing the picture. It's definitely lookism involved. If If she didn't look like this, we wouldn't be talking about her. $8,000
1: Eight to $10,000 a month. I don't even that was make before, that. That was that before
2: was, she yeah, was became before. famous. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to know what the numbers were after it uh, Or still it are. And the story probably propels her to a whole nother right. economic right. level Everybody on OnlyFans. She was probably very happy to turn in her resignation of the $42,000 job mm-hmm. for the $420,000 job. Right, on, exactly. And remember. I might have... Access to I, mi- I might have. No, I didn't. I was tempted to. I asked my wife if I should. She said, don't <laughs> you dare. Did you look it open, up? And no, no.
3: I, open, I looked her up online, on. but
2: I didn't go. I've never been on OnlyFans.
3: Yeah, but. I've never been on That's why I asked y'all, was it an app last time? And you said "No," Or whenever it was, we talked about it. I only go on it for research. <laughs> <laughs> you actually have
1: a, a hall pass for that, don't you? Uh, mm-hmm. Indeed. How much does it costs?
3: Well, I or have it's a, different for everyone. He are now you talking about my only thing. He now takes yeah. honeydew. Li- he,
2: he now honors honeydew less than he did yeah. before. Hey, Are you making that much? That's right. Fans?
1: That's right. Naked podcasting. Right. Man. Right. There you go. <laughs> Check it out. We could do that. Bloody idea. and go after dark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Cinemax after what was <laughs> Max after dark? Yeah. All uh, right. Uh, good story there. And and look, that's that's a that's a. Uh, a question, you know, uh, how much control can you have over over people's lives? Um, she was doing it in secret. Yeah, yeah. Just, I don't know. All
2: right, All right. we're you gonna don't give think you when g- she graded an English A plus. By the way, if you'd like to see more of I me, mean, <laughs> no, it no, might no, have then. been the
3: other. It might have been Woody I, I, Hey, Missy, yeah, I got an F, but. I got you on OnlyFans. Make that an a name.
2: Can you please make that an a If you'll
3: remember, we okay. did a, a story uh, a while back about the cop
2: who,
1: yeah, who yeah, had an OnlyFans yeah. and, and the guy recognized her when she gave him the mm-hmm. ticket. That's right. So it yep. could have happened in this case, but uh, anyway. Give you an update on a story we brought you. It's been a couple of weeks about NFL player Sergio Brown. So that former NFL player whose mother was found dead last month near her suburban Chicago home has now been taken into custody Mm -hmm. by authorities. Brown, who had traveled to Mexico, was deported Tuesday and taken into custody by U.S. law enforcement uh, officers near San Diego. Uh, And the arrest warrant was actually issued in Illinois. Police in San Diego are working to transfer Brown from Southern California to the Chicago area. Mexican law enforcement officers have known Brown's whereabouts since at least September 19th and deported him after authorities in Illinois finally obtained an arrest warrant pertaining to the death of Brown's mother. Brown is being held on a felony fugitive arrest warrant. As we told you, authorities discovered the body of 73-year-old Myrtle Brown on September 16th after relatives alerted police they had been unable to find or contact her or her son. Her body was found near a creek behind her home in Maywood, about 11 miles from Chicago, and the Cook County Medical Examiner's Office determined that Ms. Brown died from injuries related to an assault in the manner of the death was ruled a homicide. homicide. So it you looks your old
3: mama, it looks you, like you that's a, what happened. You got a bad um, time coming in prison, Jack.
1: I mean, when you run to Mexico the next day, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's a question and just would, a
3: horrible situation. It, it killed your 70 something year old mom. Thank God Special they, they got asshole. him. Yeah, mm. well, this is another tough story. I'm gonna lay on you. A 24-year-old social worker has allegedly admitted to having sex with a 13-year-old boy after being busted during a three-way call with cops and his mother. Ohio investigators discovered a disturbing video of Peyton Shires having sex with the young boy following a report from this worried parent in September. Columbus police officers charged Shires with unlawful sexual conduct with a minor the boy's mother began suspecting Shires of predatory behavior when she spotted texts between the licensed counselor and her son on his phone. The teen was receiving counseling from the 24-year-old. Charging documents show the mom contacted police on September 27th after seeing the message from Shryers asking her son whether he had deleted the videos and whether anyone had seen them. That's always a dead giveaway, right? The boy told detectives they had sex at least twice at different locations. Police set up a three-way call between the mother, detectives, and Schreier's where the social worker reportedly admitted to the sexual relationship. She was taken into custody um, and more charges could be brought against her in the coming days. Police released a mugshot of Schreier's who is white with blue eyes and dyed blonde hair. Uh, state records show her counsel license was issued in June of 2023 and she used to work for the National Youth Advocate Program. So protecting children is everyone's responsibility, program representative said in a statement. um, The National Youth Advocate Program is saddened by the situation involving one of our former employees and a young person served by our organization. So anyway, her ass is locked up on a half-million-dollar bond. Yes, you should be.
2: (laughs) I mean, the the job – so –
3: Someone is counseling
2: your child. They've got all the credentials to counsel. Yep. Uh, Twenty four years old. I'm doing a thirteen and, year and old. And it's like the it's like what we were doing the other day with the the guy that uh, abused seventeen kids in yeah, yeah, southern yeah, 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 in yeah, Southern yeah. California. The nanny. Yeah. You have to. It, it's not. It's not enough that you're getting some kind of help with uh, with your kids or getting them help with their schoolwork or some kind of counseling. You've got to do the diligence to investigate the people and the company yeah, you're working with to make sure the person you're letting into your home and you're your kid. I mean, it, you can't trust anyone. It's,
3: a, it's the same. It doesn't matter how much diligence you do, et cetera, unless you have them polygraphed by me that, uh, you know, they're going to slip on it, through the cracks and, 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 they're gonna get in there, you know. That um, remember what I told you? Almost important for the sexual deviant to commit the act to record it. This chick actually record them having sex on herself. Unbelievable! Mm. There you have it.
2: Wow. Well, you know, I like to go to the UK at least once an episode yes, or you
3: so. Even you, how much? How much did you practice your British accent after that horror show the other day? No, I was. I'm, I've I been, know you've been practicing a lie.
2: I've been terminated. No, I'm watching Gangs of London, which is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. It's a great
3: series. And yeah. Is it, it an uh, old series? You mean uh, the uh No, no, no. Gangs in, you're thinking
2: Gangs in New York, like Pinky No, this is, it's it's a Tarantino-like production. Ah, okay. I mean, it is. Graphic. It is yeah. graphic. Yeah. Um, What's the uh, well, it was originally on AMC, but it's now out on Prime. So I'm watching on two seasons mm-hmm. of it that are out on Prime. And, uh, but it obviously hasn't helped my accent any. So I'm not going to try to speak as any of these people. don't give us an accent. Jim can come in and I like, whatever <laughs> whenever he likes. Thank you, Jim. Oh, Colleen and Thomas Campbell were small-time crooks, pretending to live a quiet life with their two kids in Manchester. But officers couldn't help but take note when a major addition was added to their modest home and the couple began to enjoy luxury holidays and started driving expensive sports cars. The double-story extension, the cars, the designer clothes, and jewelry all led to the discovery that the Campbells had been paying for it all with dirty money. At the time, Colleen was supposedly working part-time, while Thomas was a self-employed fitness instructor. I don't think that those jobs put you in a position to have all those. Don't don't be wages. I don't know. Body by Jake made a lot of money. Body by Woody. This was (laughs) uh, okay. I'm sure body by Woody made a shitload, but, uh, (laughs) but in this case, the, uh, the pair pleaded guilty to money laundering in a Manchester court back in 2019. Thomas was jailed for two years and Colleen was handed a 16 month sentence Prosecutors then launched an investigation under what's called the Proceeds of Crime Act in a bid to claw back some of the couple's ill-gotten gains. The probe was making slow progress, but then took a back seat when Thomas Campbell was suddenly murdered. Uh Uh-oh. Thomas, who was 38 at the time, was ambushed and attacked by three men as he unlocked the front door of his home on July 2nd, 2022. The convicted drug dealer and talk about the drugs, uh, being arrested for drugs, which happened before the money laundering thing, suffered horrendous injuries and was found dead at the house the next day. Colleen and Thomas had split up prior to his murder. Colleen had begun seeing a man named John Belfield. And in an ironic twist, Thomas Campbell had begun seeing Belfield's
1: ex. There you go. A swap a the Plot thickens. Going. Now you got my attention. Right. Holy smokes! Uh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> okay,
2: and I've just shown. Which the, one was she? I've just shown the boys a picture of Mrs. Campbell. So just well, hello. A, just hours before. <laughs> hello, Miss Campbell. Okay. <laughs> Good day, Colle- Mike. You, you can call her Colleen. Just hours before uh, Thomas was ambushed, Colleen her. was caught on CCTV you call on Colleen her. i call calling nasty. On her. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 Sorry.
2: I'm I'm trying, folks. Colleen was caught on CCTV on her driveway talking on the phone with Belfield. There you go. Right? Right. It was alleged that Belfield had plotted to rob Campbell after reading a Manchester Evening News article about his money laundering conviction, which detailed the couple's wealthy lifestyle and that he was motivated by hostility towards him. Colleen provided key information about her ex to Belfield. Prosecutors believe Belfield was the mastermind of the killing and one of three men who attacked Thomas. Colleen went on trial alongside two men, Reese Stephen, age 29, and Stephen Kleeworth, age 38, who allegedly planned and executed the murder along with Belfield. Thomas's murder trial was concluded in February. At the trial, prosecutors alleged that Colleen had turned on her ex-husband and formed an alliance with alleged rival drug dealer, Belfield. Colleen insisted that she did not want her ex-husband dead and was disgusted by what her former spouse had been subjected to. She would forever regret the, uh, unwittingly helping her ex-husband's killers and, had been u- and saying that she had been used by Belfield uh, while she was on the standing court. She maintained she only passed on information to Belfield about her ex to help him discover whether his ex-girlfriend was in a relationship with Thomas. Colleen was found not guilty of murder but guilty of manslaughter. Hmm. Ree Steven and uh and Stephen Cleworth were both convicted of uh Stephen was convicted of murder Cleworth was convicted of manslaughter slaughter, uh and both got very long sentences. Belfield escaped the country soon after the murder. Following the conclusion of the case it was revealed that Belfield had been arrested in Suriname, a small country on the northeastern coast of South America. What well, do you knew that? You're right. a South American right. expert. He was held on suspicion of drug offenses Greater Manchester police said he is wanted in connection with Thomas's death and that the officers are working to bring him back to the UK. Colleen was back in court yesterday and her case is now settled. She's been ordered to hand over £76,500 within the next three months. If she fails to pay in that period, she'll have to serve an additional 13-year sentence. They're selling the home, which is worth plenty of money to pay that. So she will be able to pay yes, that. She, but, get, she can
3: oh, get on Only fans make that in a month.
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> She needs to team up
2: with the uh, team. I don't think she'd have to leave the UK because they won't allow. Uh, yeah, well, I, I don't need, I don't need to see it again. To my my eyes are I, already burned. I thought yeah. you might need that for your. What do you call it? Your uh, spank, spank bank. bank? Yeah. No spank bank. Well. <laughs> Jesus.
3: <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on. Body by Jake. Very Body good. By Woody. <laughs>
0: You can now take off that belt and move freely around the cabin. Man, we got no. a mile high crime
1: cry. for Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. This ought to be a good one. A woman mm. armed with a knife was tackled and arrested after stabbing three people, including a police officer at the south terminal of Hartsfield-Jackson-Atlanta International Airport on Wednesday afternoon. There you go. The call came in around 4.45 p.m. reporting a woman was outside the security checkpoint near the West Crossover. Atlanta police say the woman stabbed a man somewhere in the area of that West Crossover before moving into the South Terminal. So when we did encounter her, there had already been a stabbing that occurred. This from Atlanta Police Sergeant John Chafee. Police officers began talking to the woman, trying to coax her into dropping the knife. Officers quickly surrounded her and tried to take her into custody. There's a little bit of moment that happened there, Sergeant Chafee said. Mm. That is when police say she attacked another woman and a police department lieutenant, stabbing them. All three victims were speaking with medics as they were rushed to the hospital. Police say the lieutenant was stabbed in the thigh and struck an artery. They added the third victim was an airport ticket clerk who was nicked by the blade. Another officer was able to tackle her and take her into custody. The armed woman was not injured and taken to the airport precinct. It doesn't appear there was uh, that there's any connection between her and them, but that's something we're looking into, police said. And they are still investigating what led her to stab the three people. Charges are going to be filed at some point, uh, said Sergeant Chafee, adding that those will be revealed once investigators have had time to piece together what. This goes back to
3: that story the other day where like all the cops are in the house and chief even responds and all of them get stabbed. Yeah, I don't have a fucking firearm. I mean, the, the, you know, three you, people it, get stabbed. Like, yeah. You know she's got a knife? Shit. She, well, she, you must stay poison. far
1: enough away, obviously, 21 where that foot,
3: 21 can't foot rule. happen. 21-foot yeah, yeah, rule is what it is. And if they violate that space, you have a right to shoot them.
1: Yeah.
3: And the difference between well, and with me and them. Uh, tasers now? I mean, yeah, you could anything. have done that. You could have sprayed her. You could have done anything. But I, I, I'm not... You got a knife? I'm not letting you get in into my personal space. You know you right. can't back you can't run uh, backwards as fast as they can run forward. Yeah, and, I mean that's, that's a right. fact. How and, far
2: a distance can you shoot one of those tasers?
3: Uh, I don't know because tasers came out right after my time on the street and stuff, and they, all of the bad guys better be glad. You know, <laughs> You'd have been tasing everybody. You'd have been a taser fool. As long as it was legal, uh, now like freeze plus P, I used plenty, uh, but uh, I, I have was right in my use of force continuum, right? So, yeah. I don't know. The, um, well, that is your uh your High Crime. High.
0: You can now take off that belt and move freely around the cabin.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Kinky Crimes on
3: Friday. And for the 13th. The 13th and it's
1: got to be kinky.
3: Two Uh-oh. kinky crime segments in a row. I'm coming into your territory, Jim. You are. I am. So, a pair of strangers who were caught engaging in a sex act on a flight. Oh, right. So here we yeah. are, mile high too. Could face literally mile high. Could face charges. The couple who were not previously acquainted with one another. Hey. Oh. Oh. Hey. Now we're Sword talking, on baby. A plane, boy uh, What's your name? Discovered aboard a Delta Airlines flight from Los Angeles to Detroit, which is then going to the landing strip. Just teasing. <laughs> I remember that one. The woman, 48, was arrested while on the plane for performing having sex on the man, 28. Hey. For performing having sex on the man? That's what it says. Mm. The, the, um, okay. 48, 28, 20 years difference. Got to have it. The man's final destination was Miami while the woman's was headed. She was headed to Nashville. Video capture a woman straddling a man in the window seat. And at one point, the man asked people around him for a condom. That's awesome. <laughs> that
1: is awesome. <laughs>
3: hey,
1: can you give me a condom?
3: You got a condom? Because this is Nashville. Uh, uh, they'd be like, whatever. He asked the, uh, flight, attend- he ask the <laughs> flight attendant first. <laughs> anybody got a Trojan? Got <laughs> a Magnum?
1: Sir, what can I get?
3: <laughs> yes.
2: What can I get you? I'll take a ginger ale and a condom. Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> so... It later emerged the pair were not a couple and that the man in question was on <laughs> he was on his bachelor party. Oh, this uh, oh, uh, and had a had, a, had, a, had a, a, not, I'm saying had cuz once this came out it was definitely had but he was on his bachelor party and he left his pregnant fiance at home. Oh, mm. uh, horrible. <laughs> right. A friend of the Mill passenger said that's just a random woman he's with. They didn't know each other before the day. Hey. Right? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, harm, hey, no yeah. harm, no foul. Right. Uh, I don't you, the, think the, the, pregnant the pregnant wife, fiance is thinking that that. Somebody oh, give yourself. me a condom right now. And yeah. <laughs> <In> the wedding
1: <laughs> plans be over. <laughs> that's, that that is condom. kinky. That's as kinky as it gets.
3: That's funny.
1: <laughs> when it's that kinky, it ever rides mile high, oh,
3: Crimes. Right. Segment trumps. Content. Yes, it does. Oh, content trunks, Whatever. Asking
2: neighbors on the plane (laughs) for a condom trumps everything.
1: Anybody got a condom? condom. I need a condom quick. (laughs) I think she's down. (laughs) (laughs) Or she was down. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Well, we're going to travel back in time a little bit for today's Dumb Criminals. In fact, we're going to go way back in time. In order <laughs> to meet today's dummies, uh, yes, that's uh, was that the Wayne's uh, World. Wayne's World. Oh. <laughs> but did, oh, did they travel in time when they did that? Uh, no, no, I don't know. It was Bill and Ted that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Keanu's first big uh, big movie, I think. the uh, The dumb crime was committed way back when, in the year 1474, in the city of Basel, Switzerland. Either of you guys familiar with
3: Basel? I've been all over Switzerland, but I can't remember the names. Lucerne was my favorite. I well,
1: could do a Switzerland accent, too. Okay. Oh, yeah, do it. Do it. Do Schwizzle it. sticks.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Basel, Basel is commonly considered to be the cultural capital of Switzerland, and the city is famous for its many museums, including the Kunst Museum. What? The Kunst Museum, uh, which is considered a must-see for any heterosexual male traveling across oh Europe, oh my god! In,
1: in that's a real museum.
2: In oh my god! Kunst, K-U-N-S-T yeah, Museum. Yeah, sure they have different museum.
3: spelling there.
2: In Basel, back in 1474, the culture hadn't yet advanced so far. Thus, the punishment for most crimes was pretty cruel. It was mostly being burned alive at the stake. The good townspeople of Basel gathered for these burned-at-the-stake events with the same sort of enthusiasm you two might have gathering for an LSU game. Right. (laughs) But on this particular day in 1474, they gathered to watch a bizarre sight, the burning of a non-human. Really?
3: I'm not. Somebody had a sex with a cow or something? The animal
2: was to suffer this terrible fate, quote, for the heinous and unnatural crime of laying an egg. Witchcraft was suspected, for how else could it be, that a rooster could lay an egg?
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe that's one so of the,
2: the magistrates of Basel sentenced the cock to the same punishment usually <laughs> reserved for witches. Cock. Folks back then were especially afraid of an egg laid by a rooster because of the superstition that this egg could hatch a basilisk or a cockatrice. A terrifying winged creature with the head of a cock and the tail of a serpent. <laughs> this this creature could kill with just a glance.
3: Only you, the good call people. This the shit.
2: good people of Basel had no idea that such gender bending things can happen in chickens, and it's perfectly and that it's a perfectly natural occurrence. The execution took place, quote, with great solemnity. As would have been observed in consigning heretic to the flames, and was witnessed by an immense crowd of townspeople and peasants. They should have put some God, peanut oh. on. So fry. must have been a big cock. So <laughs> as we approach, as we approach the 550th anniversary of this dumb as shit but very true story, I salute the cock and the dumb <laughs> people of Basel with a proper serenade of banjos and fiddles.
3: Oh, no come
1: that was some major... That's
2: dumb townspeople. Yeah. Yes, indeed. stupidity
1: right there. There's a lot of
2: dumb criminals research there. Huh.
1: That's one dumb cock.
2: One <laughs> well, poor cock. He wasn't so dumb. He just... Yeah, that's true. Late yeah. Hey,
3: they should put some peanut oil in I don't understand how it.
2: roosters can lay eggs, so though.
3: Maybe it's... What, what do they call those things where they're... Maybe a trans rooster? No, that's not... That's not Is that what it's called? It's not a trans rooster. <laughs> no, man. Not, I don't even know about, about all that shit. Hey, the... Um, he, Friday got, 13, he identifies got, as a hen, no. Y'all got plans for the weekend? i tell you what, mine yeah. in so, there. I know what mine are. I'm dude. staying... Or I'm hanging out with my old man. My mom's gone to the beach for my, my sisters, and me and my old man go cook some shit and shoot some shit. There you go. And... Watch, watch Auburn game. And oh, is that this weekend? Yeah. Is it his yeah. day game? or home game?
1: game, too.
2: I am going to binge sense. four seasons of Amish Mafia this weekend. Yeah, just it's so. actually
3: pretty entertaining.
2: <laughs> just so <laughs> we can talk about
3: it. Egg smashing coming Tuesday.
1: Yeah, uh, we. I, when am I going to get the
2: details? We need to get that cock
3: that. to come so
1: he can lay all the eggs. <laughs>
2: 1474 was the year there. He's probably... <laughs> He Not was, and he was burned at the stake. So you might get the cockatrice. Maybe they, they Maybe live forever so. once Maybe they become
3: so. a they get the, uh, that's, I don't know.
2: Maybe that's what I should be for Halloween is a
3: cockatrice. Cockatrice. Because yeah, I'm sure everybody knows what that is. Now they do. That's well, a good do. way to sure meet people.
2: Was. You get to explain your costume. Why do you have a cock for a head?
3: Well, <laughs> let, me,
2: let me tell you the story.
3: Yeah. Well, There you go. There you have it. The rescue.org. See some something. Say something. And we love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. Thank you so much. And Until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton.
1: And I'm Mike Agavino. For real life, real crime daily. Peace. Aglets.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it.